How many of you young people are sports fans? Raise your hand. Okay. How, do you, how many of you would like to someday be an owner of a major sport franchise? Okay. Well, I've been asked, how does one become an owner of a, French, a major league sports franchise? So I thought maybe I would share with you how it happened to me. It all happened uh, in 1963. I was in my office. I was a builder, building houses and apartment buildings, doing fairly well. And a uh, call came in. A friend of mine said, Abe, how would you like to join me and a couple other guys and buy the then Cincinnati Royals with Oscar Robertson and move them to Washington? I said, that's a great idea. He said, come to my office and we'll all see if we can get this done. So we got to the, I got to the office, and there were about eight or ten other guys, and they all were very enthusiastic about this idea. So we said, okay, let's all meet again next week. We'll all bring our checks, and we'll buy the team. Next week, we all came back. There was one check, mine. So that deal fell through. And this young man said to me, Abe, uh, how about if I keep in touch with you? And maybe we can work something out for something else. A year later, he called and said, uh, I've been dealing with this guy in, the, in um, Chicago, and I uh, can't seem to make first base with him. Now, the, the reason I'm going to tell you this story is because there are two parts of this story that I want you to keep in mind and never forget. And one is never accept no. If it's something you really want badly enough, don't accept no. And two, don't worry about odds, because there will be many times in your life that the odds are going to be way against you. But that doesn't mean that you give up. You don't give up. And so he said, I've been dealing with this gentleman. His name is David Traeger. He, owns the, he owned the team in Chicago. He moved it to Baltimore, and I can't get to first base with him. I said, come to my office. I said, what's his phone number? I picked up the phone. I said, got him on the phone. I said, Mr. Traeger, my name is Abe Poland. I live in Washington, and I'm going to buy your team. He said, you are some kind of a nut. I said, you're right, I am, but I'm still going to buy your team. He said, uh, no, my team's not for sale. I said, you know, I know your team's for sale, and I will not accept no for an answer. He said, well, what do you, what do you, what do you think we should do? I said, how about a... What can I prove to you that I'm going to buy your team? I said, how about if I'm in Chicago in three hours? I said, well, that'd be pretty damn impressive. Well, we ran and we got to Chicago. And we got to Chicago with two other uh, colleagues of mine. One was a lawyer and one was the gentleman who got me involved in this. Now, I want to, I want to um, say to all the lawyers in the room, please don't take any affront to what I say. So we got to the uh, restaurant where he told us to come. There they were, Mr. Traeger, three of his partners, and four lawyers. And I said, Dave, lawyers screw up more deals than they make. Would you please put the lawyers in the back of the room? So he put the lawyers in the back of the room, and we started negotiating. And uh, about 12.30, 1 o'clock, we were getting pretty close to a deal, and he said, Abe, We've got to go to another joint. I said, why? Well, we've got another joint. Well, so we, this whole entourage 
gets up and we go to another restaurant. Now, I've been up since 5 o'clock in the morning in a construction job, mind you. And uh, he says, uh, let's start negotiating some more. So we start negotiating some more. And finally, at 3 o'clock in the morning, I shook hands and I bought his team. I bought his team for then the highest price that had ever been paid for an NBA franchise, $1.1 million. $1.1 million, 1964. Now, it's now 3 o'clock in the morning. I've been up almost 24 hours, and I said, Dave, could you find I have no clothes, but find me a hotel where I can get some sleep. Oh, no. Why? We have to celebrate. Celebrate? Oh, no. Where are we going? We're going to the Playboy Club. Well, we went to the Playboy Club and celebrated, and finally... Uh, he uh, got me a hotel room, and it took the lawyers six months, six months to close the deal. Now I'm, now I'm the, quote, big shot owner of a team and feel pretty good about it. And the first game as an owner, the first game as an owner happened to be in St. Louis. My team then was called the Baltimore Bullets, and my wife had family in St. Louis. So we all went, we all went to St. Louis, and, of course, she invited half the city, our cousins and aunts and uncles, to come. And... Uh, we're sitting at this game. Now, this is the first game as an owner that I am uh, watching my team in a, a, in the city of St. Louis, not Baltimore. The game starts, and there's a little old lady sitting in front of me, and every time uh, the Bullets score, I go, yay, you know, and every time the Hawks, St. Louis Hawks, then score, I'm pretty upset. Finally, in the fourth period, this little old lady is getting really exasperated with me, we just scored, and I get up and say, yay. She turns around and says, you know, the way that nut is yelling, you think he owned the team. <laughs> well, yeah, we won the game, and that was my experience at the beginning. And so we're now in Baltimore, and we um, unfortunately had a good team but did not, did not uh, have good attendance. And so the first lesson is Traeger said no, his team's not for sale, don't come. I came, bought the team, and owned the team. Now we have the team in, in Baltimore, and uh, our attendance is not very good. And we finally decided that we are going to have to move. And I tried to get uh, various folks, Marriott, Rouse, others, to build an arena because I just wanted to be a tenant. Nothing happened. So I finally decided I'm going to build it myself. Well, now I own, I own one team. But the numbers to build, a, uh, build an arena with my own private financing didn't work. I had to have another team. So I decided that I would apply for the expansion hockey franchise. So now it's, it's 1972. I'm walking the halls, the Queen Elizabeth Hotel in Montreal, Canada. I'm trying to buttonhole every owner of a National Hockey League team to support me. So I walk in the hall, some guy comes up to me and says, are you Abe Poland? Yeah, I'm Abe Poland. I said, who are you? He said, I'm Jimmy the Greek. I said, Jimmy the Greek? What are you doing here? He said, well, I've got odds on you. Odds on me? He said, you have no chance of getting the franchise. I said, why? He said, you know what the odds are for, on you? There are 600 to 1 against you. 600 to 1 that you will never get the franchise. Lesson number two.
don't ever listen to the odds. Well, of course, what he did was he just emboldened me to get even tougher. And I got there on a Sunday, and I never went to sleep more than one hour or two hours at most that whole week until Thursday morning. And Thursday morning, the two franchises were issued. One was issued to Kansas City, and one was issued to Washington, to me. And that was the birth of the Washington Capitals. Now, now I have two teams, and I want to build an arena. And I'm now negotiating with the uh, then mayor of Washington, Walter Washington, to build in downtown Washington. My dream was to build a facility in the nation's capital, the most beautiful and the most important city in the world. At that time, it was just impossible. There were all the things were against us, and it couldn't happen. So eventually, I built then the Capitol Center. And we were state-of-the-art. We were the first ones that had computer ticketing. We were the first ones that had sky suites. We were the first ones that had the screen, telescreen. And we were the state-of-the-art. And we did very well. But I always dreamt that someday I'm going to build my building in downtown Washington. And so three or four years ago, we started thinking about it. And we decided that we were going to try to build it in Washington. We had offers to build in, in uh, Maryland. We had offers to build in Virginia. But this city has been a city that I've lived in all my life. Uh, this city has been good to me. And it was time to put something back. And so I decided that we we're going to build the MCI Center, which would be the best facility of its kind in the country. It's deserving to be the best facility of the kind of country because this is the nation's capital. So we broke ground. In the Capitol Center, we played our first game. We broke ground August 24th, 1972. We played our first game December 2nd. 1973. We built it in 15 months. We played Seattle, and we beat Seattle by two points. I was determined that we would open up the MCI Center on December 2nd, 1995, and I was determined that we would play Seattle. And I had a little uh, pull in the NBA. I am the senior owner of the NBA. I've been there longer than anybody else, and so I was able to arrange for us to play, that is, the Wizards, to play Seattle on December 2nd, and guess what? We beat them again. So on December 2nd, 1972, the President of the United States was at my side. We had a fantastic night of opening, and we won the game. So basically, if you want to, uh, if you want to realize your dream, whether it being on a sports team or whatever your dream or passion is, don't let anybody tell you no and accept it. Just go, go for it. And don't let anybody tell you, whatever the odds are, mine were 600 to 1 against us, but I wouldn't accept it. And I knew that if I fought hard and I, I, I met with all the owners, I told them that I was deserving of the franchise. I'd been in, I'd been in professional sports and that I was going to build a building that they'd be proud of. And they accepted that, and I got the franchise. So... That's, that's the story of, of how you get in sports. Sports has been a major part of my life and continues to be a major part of my life. And there's, there's a lot that, that we can do, each of us, and whatever we do. All my players 
are very much involved in the community. It's part of their, they know that that's part of, of, what, of what I expect of them. We have, uh, we, knew, we now have another team, in fact, they're playing tonight, the women's basketball team, it's called the Mystics. And they're invo- very much involved in the community. We feel very strongly that those of us who are lucky enough to be on the giving end rather than on the receiving end are very lucky, and therefore it's incumbent on us to make sure that we do what we can for our fellow. Thank you very much. Thank you, Thank you very much. I think we're out of time.